Welcome to another short form episode of Fiction Friends, where we take a deep dive into the latest and greatest in literature in less than five minutes. Today, we're taking a look at Under the Whispering Door by T.J. Klune. The book follows the story of an attorney named Wallace, who is an unpleasant and selfish man. He dies at the start of the book and meets the ferryman Hugo, who is supposed to help him transition into his afterlife. Before that, Wallace spends some time in the fantastical tea house where he meets other characters and actually learns how to be a more sociable person in death. Wallace is also a gay character who develops feelings for Hugo, his ferryman. One of the biggest faults I find with modern literature these days is the need to force representation even when it's unnecessary. I talked about this when we did a review of Alice Oseman's Radio Silence, wherein different characters merely served as partial fulfillments for the minimum requirements of diversity. While good in intention, I think that this does more harm than good as it trivializes the issues, culture, and stories of these marginalized communities who aren't as largely represented, especially in modern storytelling. That's why I appreciate books like The Underground Railroad or The Vanishing Half that understand the importance of telling well-structured stories of marginalized people. But I also appreciate books that do a good job of providing diverse representation without shoving it down our throats. That's exactly what we got with House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune. Without giving too much away, the protagonist of the book was a gay character. But it wasn't necessarily a story about being gay. It was still a well-told story of love and friendship that just happened to feature a gay character. And that's when I think representation shines the brightest, when it's done naturally and when it's unforced. And I think Clune did a good job of that in this book as well. If you're a long-time listener of this podcast, you would know that The House in the Cerulean Sea is one of my favorite books of this young decade so far. It's charming and flattering. It's incredibly well-written and the characters are a joy to get to know. I'll just get it out of the way by saying that Under the Whispering Door doesn't live up to the same standard, but it's an enjoyable book nonetheless. It's a lot more mature than Cerulean Sea, and that might appeal more to certain people. It talks about themes of death, identity, selfishness, legacy, and all of that, whereas Cerulean Sea read a lot more like a children's book. However, Clune's strength as a character writer is still very much evident in this much-awaited follow-up to the modern classic. Aside from the seamlessly integrating the representation of the gay community, of which Clune is also a member, into the storytelling, the story in itself is universal in its themes and can resonate with so many different kinds of cultures and people. At the end of the day, Clune does a very good job at stringing people along on a relatively simple plotline that's filled with a bunch of genuinely interesting characters who aren't just quirky for the sake of being quirky. While many not be fans of the tonal departure that this book has from the Cerulean Sea kind of writing, you should know that Clune wrote this book as a way to process his grief over losing his husband to cancer. And there is something 
always so special and so intimate and generous about being able to take one's personal tragedy and turn it into a beautifully woven piece of art for all to enjoy. And for that reason alone, I think Under the Whispering Door is definitely worth your time.